Hey, family, I hope and pray all is well with uh, each of you. You know, in the last session, we talked about missed opportunities. And it's my hope and prayer that that um, segment was a blessing to you and it caused you to reevaluate um, your life from January up until this present day and even uh, from the as far as you can recall up until this present day. And, and, and maybe you were able to see some things uh, in your life. Had you made a different choice, uh, things would have gotten better. I know we all uh, uh, tend to uh, have those moments where we consider if we uh, participated uh, uh, in certain behaviors differently, then it would have produced a different outcome. Uh, and, and where we go wrong is uh, we don't take the moment to pause uh, and then assess our situation, assess our behavior, assess our feelings, and then make a decision after that assessment. But before you make that assessment, you have to pause. You cannot rush to make a decision without that. And so I want to continue that uh, conversation, but talk specifically around the thought of effective transition. And, and we all go through many phases in our life where we change jobs, we get in and out of relationships, uh, we uh, certain relationships end not by choice, but by way of uh, death. Uh, and so we're always transitioning. We buy a new house, we get new cars. Uh, and, you know, so we're always in a process of transition, but not many of us learn how to transition effectively. In fact, many of us go through a bad transition. Many of us uh, uh, get lost in the transition and, and things die in the middle of you moving from one phase of your life into the next. Your your will to live sometimes dies. Your dreams that you had earlier in your life, you don't necessarily carry them into the latter parts of your life because we don't transition properly. And so what I want to talk about is effective transition. And there's three things that uh, the Lord shared with me that I want to share with you that will help you transition into each phase of your life a little bit better. The first thing is that effective transition requires a pure consciousness. Now, when I talk about a pure consciousness, this is the essence uh, of uh, or the, the basic building block upon which everything else is built if you are going to uh, lead into a successful life. That is a pure conscious. You know, I was talking yesterday uh, in our Tuesday night teaching to the church and, and I shared with them something the Lord shared with me uh, that we have to be ever so careful not to carry yesterday's problems, yesterday's baggage, yesterday's trauma into today. And see, that's that's the issue for many of us right there, because when we go through things, we tend to carry that with us when the intent was not for that problem and that, or that trauma to carry with you uh, as a burden. But it's all it it has been designed in God's uh, uh, creative uh, process. It, it has been designed to be a building block for you. 
That's where you can see the scripture of Romans 8 and 28 coming to your life that we know all things are going to work together for the good of them that love God and are called according to his purpose. Because my burden can turn into my building block, but that cannot happen if you do not have and maintain a pure conscience. Because the purity of your conscience will allow you to approach a new season with a fresh mindset. It will allow you to approach a new season with an open mind, not a closed mind. And you can't reach your next level of living with a closed mind. What, what, what do I mean by a closed mind? Sometimes our minds are closed by tradition. Our minds are closed by repeat Uh, uh, behaviors. You've always done it this way. Uh, Mama and daddy told you that it had to be done this way. Ever since you were a child, you lived off of this thought. But have you considered that some of the things that you were taught as a child was taught based off of uh, your, your predecessor's trauma and not the truth? Have you considered that they gave you advice not based off of godly wise counsel, but they advised you based off of what they went through? And so you have to make sure that you have a pure conscience, which means that you have an open mind to experience something fresh and something new. You know, many times uh, we we always say that we want better, but we are not willing to do the work to in order to see the better happen in your life. So the first thing is you have to have uh, a pure conscience if you're going to have effective transition. And secondly, effective transition requires your preparation. Now, preparation is key. Let me tell you why. Because. You cannot afford, hear me, you cannot afford in this season to take a shotgun approach to life with the expectation to see godly results. If you are going to transition into this next season of living, it requires the preparation of your body, that is your health, of your spirit, and your soul, or for all intents and purposes for today's conversation, your mind. You've got to make sure that your body is in alignment so that it can sustain physically the, 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 the weight and the pressure and the stress or the motion that it goes through on a normal day-to-day basis. But if your body is out of whack, you will not be able to see uh, the, the fulfillment of your vision. Many people have died well before their time because they have not taken uh, a, a serious uh, 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 effort to maintain good health. And you know, it's not an overly spiritual thing. It's a very simple spiritual principle because God says, he said, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health as your soul prospers. So the more your soul prospers, the more you should prosper in your physical body as well. Because your body, your spirit, and your soul should all be in alignment so that you can transition into your next phase of living. 
Your body and your soul and your your mind has to be in alignment so you can uh, work that next job better than you could. Now, what what good is it for you to get a promotion, but you are not mentally equipped? You're not physically equipped to sustain uh, that within that promotion. So you have to prepare your body by making sure that your body is physically capable to do the work that it requires. You also have to prepare your spirit. Preparing your spirit means dedicating a time and a space for you and God. Dedicating a time and a space for you to recharge and allow God to talk to your spirit and re- reignite you and, 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 and get you to a place where you are able to see things on a clearer level. You've got to prepare your mind. Prepare your mind means that you've got to study. You've got to uh, 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 research and make sure that you have the information you need to be successful. So, so, so it's very important that you not take a shotgun approach because guess what? We tend to take shotgun approaches in our life and guess what happens? It, it leads to the potential of even bigger uh, uh, crises occurring in our life. You must calculate your steps, my friends. There's a scripture also that talks about in Romans uh, 1 and 17, I believe, talks about walking circumspectly, which means to walk cautiously. If you are going to see success in this next phase of your life, you have to calculate your steps. Uh, The scripture says in Proverbs 3, to trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge God and he will direct your path. You have to partner with God and make sure that you are taking the best, you are making the best choice. So effective transition requires a pure conscience. It requires preparation. And then lastly, it requires that you develop a new paradigm. If you have a pure conscience, if you prepare your body, your spirit and your soul, it will lead you to the ability to develop a new paradigm. What is a new paradigm? A new model, a new example. You will be able to to invent something new. You will be able to experience something new once you have done the prior things. My friends, you've got to learn how to get comfortable with change. You've got to learn how to appreciate the benefits of change. Because change produces uh, uh, growth by way of your new experiences. And see, God never intended for us to be stagnant. He intended for us to constantly evolve and move from one phase to the next phase. Uh, There's, uh, I'm sorry, I I think I misquoted, uh, but there's a scripture, Romans 1 and 17. It says uh, uh, that we move from faith to faith, which means God always intended for us to progress in him. He never intended for us to stop at one particular thought process, to stop at one invention, to stop at one uh, particular career uh, uh, salary. He always meant for you to progress and get better. 
And so you have to make sure that you learn to get comfortable with change. Learn to be friends with change because the more you're comfortable with change, that means you are able to uh, 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 properly adjust when change occurs. See, the people who don't adjust well are the ones who always wish things to be, I think I said this in the last session, the same way. The people who don't adjust well are the ones who always want things to stay, stay the status quo. But God intended for you to evolve. God intended for you to progress. And you know, sometimes because of our human tendencies, the only way that we can see God, hear me, is through crisis. The only way that we can change is through crisis. Because of our human tendencies, we would rather stay in a comfortable position before we move into doing something that we don't have the full knowledge of. You learn God by way of your new experiences. You learn and you build your trust and your confidence in God because of your new experiences. And if you don't have new experiences, that means your knowledge of God will remain limited. And so God sometimes would allow life to box you in just so you can have a better revelation of who he is. And secondly, so that you can perform at a level upon which you may have never reached had life not boxed you in. And so again, friends, we're talking about effective transition. We are in the process of coming out of COVID-19. We're in the process of, of trying to reopen our government, Government, whether you, can, whether you consider that to be a right decision or a wrong decision, it is happening. How are you going to transition from being quarantined for almost two months into being back active in the workforce? What are the steps that you're going to make? What are the, the, the changes that you are going to allow in your life? And see, you have to... If you are going to create a better life for your children and your children's children and your children's children, you've got to make this assessment right now and put in the work to see the God-given results. Don't be afraid. Put in the works. You may not know all the answers. You may not see every step. Your job is not to see every step. Your job is to trust God and allow him to lead you in the path of righteousness.